0: You can be my wingman, Josh.
1: Bulls**t. You can be mine. I'm Joe. I'm Josh. You've got questions? You're feeling grounded.
0: (laughs) Welcome to Feeling Grounded with your hosts josh and joe so what we want you all to do right now is subscribe to feeling grounded podcast like this video share this video to any prospective person that might want to enjoy our content also follow us on instagram at feeling grounded podcast we have a bunch of content on there and funny stuff before each episode that uh we just i mean i genuinely enjoy putting yeah. up those memes yeah definitely um so. But also become a patron. Also, for three bucks a month, you guys can see extra content that Josh and I genuinely enjoy, like to put on there. Um, Also, we have included Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audible, and Amazon Music. You can find the link in our Instagram
1: bio. Leave some comments. Leave a question if you have questions for us. We can do question segments. So pause the video and put a comment, you dingus entertainment where's the entertainment guys
0: a movie that recently came out that's now on amazon prime uh val based on uh, val kilmer's life val kilmer um so val kilmer highly accomplished actor um got his start in the 1980s very prominent also in the 90s and the 2000s as well um i think the main reason that this film had came out because he was recently diagnosed with throat cancer in the mid 2010s Mm -hmm. um had chemo went successfully. However, uh, caveat: he, um, his voice was affected, and he has like a golden voice. Right. I loved his. Voice. He he played in. Uh, he was Batman, Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Top Gun. He was Iceman. Mm-hmm. Uh, Prince of Egypt. I think he played Moses and God. Yeah, yeah. He was
1: the main main guy. He uh, was
0: Tombstone, uh, Doc
1: Holliday, and Jim Morrison. The Doors. Jim like, Morrison, just, yeah. uh, he, he knocked did. it out of the park. Gosh, see he was in the Saint. He was in The Willow. Uh, he was in like the, there's the main, well, not the main guy, but a good, good, the good guy in that. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, yeah. So this, I really like this documentary be, kind of story of his life. Sorry, so, so I guess we can just break down what it is. So like he had hours and hours of footage from his life that he, you know, ever since getting. Yeah,
0: footage, like audition tapes uh, yeah. behind the scenes from all these awesome movies and home movies too. From, yeah when he was young, too.
1: Yeah, exactly. And so he, you know, I think upon having this awful thing happen to him of getting the throat cancer and losing his voice and all, he kind of wanted to make, like, this story of his life and kind of, um, you know, when he... I guess when people are kind of face-to-face with their mortality, they often tend to be very, you know, retrospective.
0: And that's the thing. It does... Uh, I was worried that this movie would seem kind of patronizing because you hear, like, some stuff, like, behind the scenes that he was um, difficult to work with.
1: Yeah, to be honest, that was always my impression of him. Mm-hmm. I've, I've heard that time and time again, that he's just kind of a jerk, like he wasn't really nice in the background, or he'd be like awful on set, kind mm-hmm. of like a diva type. Yeah. Um, And I feel like, I don't want to say it like this, but I feel like this he made this to kind of clear his name a little bit and to just kind of share Fair his enough. story, mm-hmm. you know, and like his side of everything, which because I feel like oftentimes, you know, when he was... um. I guess we don't need to dive in too far into it, but but yes, but but I, I get it. I feel I feel a lot better, and I feel more empathetic towards him and to his story after watching this, which is probably was the intention. But um, but you you can't deny his chops. Like he's an amazing actor,
0: mm-hmm. and that's the thing about like clearing his name. I it didn't seem patronizing at no, all. Not at all. Um, and for one example, one of the most infamous movies that is literal production hell. Um, was The Island of Dr. Moreau. You know, he had his hero, Marlon Brando, in that uh, film. You had... uh, Whose name is... You have Faruza Balk. You had um, the guy who played Professor Lupin. Mm -hmm. Um, But the guy went through, like, a divorce at that point in time. Val Kilmer...
1: um, Yeah, it was crazy, because, well, he was just there. He just got mailed the divorce papers without ever like being told about it like it just kind of happened to yeah him. and i'm sure that, for that i'm like, sure that led king? to that supposed de- yeah, diva behavior I, but working at this like because they were at an island right and yeah I and marlon brando
0: to my knowledge was no worse yeah, <laughs> but it seemed yeah. based on those behind the scenes footage of that film which was so interesting um this it, it seemed like he was pretty endearing
1: yeah 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 i would agree because he, he wanted it to be good. He wanted to try and all this stuff. And then he kind of saw all the circumstances around him that pushed and you know everything into the negative. Mm-hmm. And then it all kind of fell apart. And like, what are you going to do when you're at this location for a long period of time? You're locked into something because of a contract obligation. Mm-hmm. And there's just like no way out. Your life is falling apart. Mm-hmm. Your wife is divorcing you. You're at the set that you don't like. And the, the director hates his job and doesn't like didn't you. Didn't have much experience. Didn't him. have a lot of experience mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And then it gets replaced. And there's all these production issues. Like, uh, gosh, I don't even know how I would have responded, Yeah. but but I understand that. But he did get a lot of flack for for his actions, and kind of he kind of was, like, diva-ish. But, I mean, do you blame him? I mean, after all that was going on in his life at the current time, like, I would have just wanted to go home and, I don't don't know, Be with my kids. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he had, what, two kids at the time? Mm -hmm. It's insane. But that's something that I really liked about this movie is his son... Was it Jack? narrated Jack?
0: it yeah and they sound pretty yeah similar. he
1: was the narrator and it sounded just like him mm-hmm. um, and i thought that was really endearing and nice because yeah he had um because val more due to the like we already mentioned he had, his voice was was kind of shot and i forget what it's called but you have to push a, like a cover a hole yes like a, I know, a tracheotomy i forget what, it's, what the name of it but in order to, to speak and it's you know, very difficult for him to talk and to eat and to breathe and all this stuff um so you, you just feel for him you know you become sympathetic and
0: and he was served those divorce papers in like 95 96 and he was still paying off those de- uh, those debts uh even in the 2010s you know he sold off his father's land that he mm-hmm. had to pay a lot of that stuff were from his um which i thought was very tragic his father was Using like that was something yeah, that was kind of yeah. overlooked, but uh, still, his father was a good spirit in his life, right, though. Right. Anyway, a little shady um, in his business yeah, practices. Yeah, but. Um, but didn't really go too much into that, so I can't really say yeah, too yeah, much of, about to that effect. That, right. And then the economy crashed, obviously, in two thousand eight. Um, and something that was awesome that I never knew about is that Mark Twain role that he did. Um,
1: yeah, I didn't. I've never heard that he it, did. It that. really hit me, yeah, but um, it looked great. The scenes that we saw were awesome. It was just awesome.
0: Yeah, I and like the it. comparisons. He felt so compelled to do that role because you know twain lost his river um and val kilmer lost like that land uh twain lost his daughter and oh, he lost you know his brother he lost That's his right. brother too Don't when he was younger that, yeah. um and they both went on the road to pay their debts mm-hmm. and then right as he was doing that he got he lost his voice yeah, found out
1: about their throat cancer out, yep. right yeah it's crazy it really is that whole story um you just feel for him because you see him, and it's like it's like hard. But You have like an image of what someone looks like and someone is in your head, and then when you see them in reality, and they're old or they're broken because of like a like a illness like this or whatever it is, and it's like really jarring at times, mm-hmm. you know. Because I envision like Val Kilmer in his prime, like this handsome guy who was like you know, whatever, and then to see him kind of much older and just kind of broken and weak and all this stuff. And it's it's the thing is he still had a lot of
0: charisma and I Mm -hmm. did feel bad for him because he thought he was selling himself and his old self um to quote him, he thought he was selling his yeah, old self by like yeah. doing uh doing
1: like tours and yeah. or, like doing autograph signings and all that stuff just but, cause But he realized that to, he can't you know? really
0: help himself that way. Like he yeah. just people still love him. And yeah, clearly yeah. like we you have two new fans of Al Kilmer. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Really, honestly. Yeah. Um so I feel for the guy. And then he opened up about his faith too towards the end and yeah. talking about that he, you know, he has, he's go, he goes to church and um I think he's a Christian scientist, which I hear they're a little weird, but I don't know too much about about it no but, way. Um but uh, but it's great, you know. He's kind of discovering himself and learning about, you know, desiring a higher power and getting you know, his life squared away, and it's great, man. I'm, I was really impressed with this. Mm-hmm. I, I did not think it would was going to be what it was after you suggested we we watch it, mm-hmm. and yeah, it was it was a great story.
0: Can you put a number on it? Four out of five. Five out of five. <laughs>
1: I would say I would say four.
0: I'd give it a four point five out of five.
1: Yeah, so I was yep. four four and a half out of five. And yeah, so if you wanna check it out, I would. Um, it's on Amazon Prime, right? Yep. Prime video called Val, based on you know Val Kilmer and his story. Check it out. The future is
0: inevitable, but let's travel back in time.
1: So September thirst thirst. September thirst, nineteen thirty nine. That was the day that um, Germany invaded Poland, starting World War II. The Blitzkrieg. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. When uh, you know they went against all their agreements, went against all their the, all the appeasement practices from Chamberlain, like all this stuff, and um, he invaded, went for it, began one of the probably one of the worst wars.
0: Um, I would have to say that the Civil War is actually a lot more tragic I think it was because bloody, because right? because more when it's a it's, it's a battle between brothers just by general definition. Oh, but yeah, any yeah. war is is awful. But just the fact that it's a war mm. between brothers. Um. So September first, twenty twelve, um, the German company, Gruenenthal. I'm probably butchering, but it's a German company. I'm, uh, I've got some German in myself, but clearly I'm butchering that pronunciation. Uh, they manufactured the drug thalidomide. Now, do you know anything about thalidomide? I don't, no. It's basically the drug uh, in the 1950s that had the intention of curing morning sickness. Mm. So obviously for morning sickness, women who are pregnant. Mm. um,
1: Which uh, isn't always just morning sickness. Like for my wife, it was all day sickness. Yes. For three months. (laughs) Yeah, they
0: they just call it that to make it sound good. Yeah, exactly. Um, But sickness is sickness. Um, Thankfully, we guys don't have to...
1: I love my coffee over there. Oh. It's all right. Anyways.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so thalidomide in the nineteen fifty it was only, it had a short run for reasons that it was linked to birth defects mm. uh in these children born. Oh gosh. Um and so if you take a look, anybody who is looking uh at this podcast right now, pause this video and search up thalidomide babies because it's going to pretty much scar you. It's it's horrific. Um and that's the thing. You know, it's a drug that was not properly tested because any type of drug, and we're still dealing with this even today for, uh, non-specifics for YouTube guidelines, wink, wink, uh, things that are not properly tested, um... There is a reason that people would be skeptical of it, and this is one of the reasons. Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. You just get a company that thinks that they have something that can help people without going forward with all the tests and making sure it's completely safe, mm-hmm. and then desiring to make a buck off of it. You know, introduce <sighs> this into the the system, and then all, hey, what do you know? There's things that we didn't know or realize because we didn't test it well enough, and, and you, you soon find out not too long lives. from then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's like the story with um, OxyContin, right? Yeah, like that that story. I forget the location. I want to see somewhere in Pennsylvania or maybe the Adirondacks mm-hmm. or the Appalachian area. I, I could be wrong about that, but um, how that happened though was, was this pharmaceutical company that introduced OxyContin into a location and mm-hmm. said, "Listen, like it's not very addictive. Like there's not a lot of problems with it. Like it's just gonna make your people feel amazing. Like like they're living their best lives." And they weren't telling the truth. Mm-hmm. And then they, of course, OxyContin is like one of the most addictive, like horrible pain killers. And it killed so many people in that area, and made people instantly addicted to them. And yeah, so like pharmaceutical companies can be pretty terrible. Mm -hmm. So you always have to be thoughtful of that.
0: Well, you gotta understand that these people. um, Well, there's some people who go into the industry with actually wanting to make some certain change, but as a collective, you gotta be honest with yourself and say that these people don't honestly care about the people that the individual.
1: Yeah, exactly, about that person that they're actually trying to serve. Mm-hmm. They just want to peel their pockets.
0: It's time for Happy Crappy.
1: Looks a little different, huh, doesn't it, Joe?
0: Pretty much. Uh, yeah, this is my first time at this You're here. household. We're in the same place. It's not crazy. the Matrix. Can you believe that?
1: <laughs> it's not so. Yeah, so um thought we could... Hang out. You can see the new house, see the new place. Catch out the studio. We can record one in person.
0: I've literally only been in this room. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he crawled through the window and. <laughs> and then
0: they blindfolded me. And <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I kidnapped him. How about that? Yeah, so we're using some of our um, my sound equipment, which is dope. I got tons of sound equipment because all the live stuff that we do, and so it's uh, it's good, it's good. We'll see. so hopefully, it sounds good. I don't know. It sounds, It'll probably uh, sound incredibly I mean, distorted, so I, I apologize. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm seeing things that look pretty decent, but... Uh,
0: you never know until you're testing it.
1: But yeah, so how are uh, how you doing, Joe? Things are good?
0: I'm pretty good. Um, yeah, we didn't have our episode last time. It was basically because of that hurricane.
1: Right, that's right. Yes, the hurricane that um, kind of came through and kind of changed my plans, right? Because i was I've been talking about going to Ocean City for a while. Mm. And uh, on that day, on that Saturday, we found out that um, because I don't check the news, I don't check the weather, like ever. So, um, yeah, we got like my wife and I got alarms on our phone and all this stuff. Emergency saying like, "Hey, there's a storm coming. You're gonna be underwater. Like you're gonna be, like imminent flooding. You're going to die."
0: <laughs> Lost city of Atlantis.
1: Yeah. So then uh, I ended up leaving Saturday evening instead of Sunday morning, which was the plans initially. And then I stayed with some some relatives in Maryland. But uh, it was good. It was good. It was a good trip. And you know what? The hurricane didn't even do anything.
0: Yeah, it knocked a chair over, and that's yeah, pretty it, much it. If
1: that it was maybe even like a little windy, definitely not nine-mile-per-hour winds. Here, at least, from what I hear. <laughs> a lot of rain, but um, no flooding or anything. Yeah, I know, literally, it was like, storm surge, you're going to go underwater. <laughs> and then like there's nothing. <laughs> that's the thing about the news, is it can be very sensational.
0: Very fear-mongering.
1: Yeah, Exactly you know, that's what sells. Happy crappy. or crappy? Well, let's do crappy first. Okay.
0: So my crappy, a couple days ago I had sliced my finger. Mm. Uh, it's almost fully healed right now. It's not hurting no more. Uh, while cutting Brussels sprouts. Um, yeah. Maybe that was the Lord telling me that I shouldn't be eating that no more. because <laughs> br- I
1: love Brussels sprouts. Especially you know, but on. you know what they say about Brussels sprouts that they smell like flatulence. Is that what they say? Do they say that? I might have just made that up. I think they smell like farts.
0: <laughs> but you like them. I do. We're all just naturally attracted to farts, I guess. I guess
1: so. Um, good stuff. Yeah, I'm a, I cra- I crapped my, crapped? crapped my hand once. I cut my hand once while cooking, and you were there. Yeah, mine
0: was... Uh, yeah, tell me that story. I forget.
1: Yeah, so I was cooking potatoes, and I was cutting potatoes on a cutting board with this giant knife, and I was just being like... And I wasn't looking... And sliced right into my thumb. Yeah, right here, I remember. And I bled a lot. I was like,
0: (gasps) What was I doing at that
1: point in time? You were probably relaxing after a long day of student teaching. Because you're a hard worker. And I appreciate you. Yeah, that year was uh, a bummer. And I have never insulted you in a previous recording of this. By saying you're lazy.
0: I wasn't lazy that day.
1: (laughs) No, I know. I'm because this is our second take, because we had camera problems, <laughs> so I said that the first time. Anyways.
0: Yeah, um, this was <laughs> bleeding for a good two and a half, three hours. Oh. I, I even put like a glove on me while I was sleeping, just in case like it kept bleeding, and then like got all over my comfort just in case it didn't, mm, but I was, wor- I was worried that it would. Crazy. How about that? Even right. though I had a band-aid on, whatever.
1: Right. Anyways. Crappy. Crappy. I just didn't feel good the last couple weeks. I... Uh, haven't been eating that well, and so because of that, I've been having some literal crappies, if you know what I'm saying.
0: No, I don't. Why don't you, uh...
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I need to. So I'm not gonna. Happies. Ooh,
0: well, not too long ago, um, before the last time we met, I had met up with a good old buddy of mine, Jeff, from grade school, um... And we had reminiscence. he had moved back to our hometown, um, just reminiscing, talking about uh, his family and just getting acquainted again, which was literally a breath of fresh air it was awesome. Mm. Uh, and then as a second happy, I went to um, worship at an after party at church, um, which was like a breath of fresh air in a different sense, uh, because... Um, just. Having that community right near like where I was at, um, meeting more people has been great. Before the start of the, um,
1: before the start of the fall, you get yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, the new year definitely I feel that. No, it's great. It's great to have that community and to to grow within that. It's it's awesome. Yeah. So my happy, as I kind of already mentioned, is going to Ocean City, doing a three day vacation. Well, It'll end up being like kind of like four because of the. Mm-hmm. Leaving early, but, you know, stayed in a hotel resort kind of thing right on the beach. It's an oceanfront thing hmm. on Ocean City, and I love Ocean City, Joe. It's it's a really great, great place to vacation because it's, it's just this really tight-knit kind of area where, like, you have two one-ways, right? So one going northbound, one going southbound, and then you have one side, and it's all resorts stuff. It's all hotels, condos, apartments, all this And the other side is all restaurants, stores, fun recreational places, mini golf, bowling, all that, and it's all within walking distance. Um, So it was just great. Like I just parked there, and then we just Claire and I just walked all over the place, and we ate at a bunch of really great restaurants, and did all these really you know had these great sites. We played tennis, we Mm -hmm. did bowling, and all this, the beach, and it was all really fun. So I would recommend that to anybody. And it was only
0: you and Claire, right? Yeah, it was just
1: the two of us. Yeah, which was which was nice. A little anniversary getaway. The anniversary was on this past Thursday. You guys have like, been 26? married for four, four years. years now. Yeah, four years. Crazy.
0: It's been great. And together, seven? Seven or eight?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Seven or eight. I think that sounds right. One of those one of those ones. Yeah, my sophomore year, we started dating, which was 2014, 2015. Because it might have been like the second half. So I think like 2000. Oh, no. And it was right in the beginning. So 2014. Yeah. So seven, seven years. How about that? Crazy.
0: I remember seeing you guys together right after your uh, first date.
1: Nice. Nice. Yeah. In the passing, I think we like walked by each other or something.
0: Yeah. Hey, had to go. Cool. Mm
1: -hmm. Bye.
0: (laughs) What'd you guys do for your first date?
1: Well, we had a whole weekend where we did stuff, which was fun. So I asked her out on like homecoming Friday Oh yeah! And then Saturday we did a concert, and it was like a Disney meets Beatles, and I didn't even know she liked Beatles at the time, and so it was like perfect. It was this violinist. It was at the it was a Sc- Scranton Philharmonic mm-hmm. or B- Wilkes-Barre something or North, Northeastern Pennsylvania mm-hmm. Philharmonic, and um, yeah, we just went there it's and big trip. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was great. She loved it. And it was it was awesome. Then we had dinner, and then Sunday we went. Um, dancing swing dancing because that was the thing in college swing dancing was a big (laughs) thing for us i went i think about but yeah it was fun yeah i loved it
0: yeah we gotta go swing dancing again how about that because the older we get the later we get exactly so what we want you all to do right now is subscribe to feeling grounded podcast like this video share this video to any prospective person that might want to enjoy our content also follow us on instagram at feeling grounded podcast we have a bunch of content on there and funny stuff before each episode that uh i mean i genuinely enjoy putting yeah. up those memes Yeah, definitely. um so. but also become a patron also for three bucks a month you guys can see extra content that josh and i genuinely enjoy like to put on there um Also, we have included Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audible, and Amazon Music. You can find the link in our Instagram bio.
1: Leave some comments. We have a question. If you have questions for us, we can do question segments. So pause the video and put a comment, you dingus. Or if you're listening to it on Spotify, go to YouTube and leave a comment or Instagram. But you've got questions? You're feeling grounded.